Hey everyone, it's Sensei Victoria Whitfield from naturalintuition.com, welcoming you back to episode 36 of the Journeypreneur Podcast, your source for channeled holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. So the title of this episode is Toxic Can-Do Attitude. Toxic can-do attitude. So right now, as I'm enjoying (laughs) sitting in traffic on the way uh, down to the beach here in New Jersey, it's a nice hot day and I'm excited to gather um, some rays, I was remembering an experience that I had that really broke me open to the importance of asking for help versus not asking for help. And what triggered me remembering, it was uh, just re- this weekend recently, a family member of mine um, sprained her arm <laughs> because she was trying to, to do everything by herself, but right, putting, uh, um, you know, there was, <laughs> there was this fire in her belly. I'm like, I can do this, I can do this, and then, boom, she, like, falls, and okay, I get that phone call, it's time to head to the, uh, emergency room with her, all right, and that was perfectly fine, you know, get to love and be supportive, and I don't judge, because I know that the same thing has happened to me before, so, back when I used to work in nonprofit, I was the center director, um, of this wonderful, place for spiritual development and social change events is what we put on as a nonprofit. And we worked in this old Victorian building. Like the windows were original, like that heavy glass with the weights on either side. Really gorgeous. Just a wonderful, charming house on the campus of um, actually a church grounds. And the building was donated to us. So here in New Jersey, more often than not, the summertime gets super hot and sticky. Like, that's why I'm heading down to the beach right now. But that day, I was in the office, and I wanted to open the window because it was starting to get a little bit hotter, hotter and hotter. So, I could have, uh, I could have asked, you know, someone to do it for me. I could have called the maintenance guy to say, hey, can you open the window. These are pretty, pretty heavy windows, and they're delicate and, like, gorgeous. Maybe around 30, 40 pounds of glass, right, even with the ripple in it. If you've ever been to historic homes, how, like, some of the original blown glass windows um, have those little um, ripples in it, the bubbles from uh, being handmade. But for... For some reason, this time, I decided, oh, this isn't that hard. You know, I deadlift. I should be able to to open this window, no problem. Um, And it had been repainted several times. So, you know, sometimes the multiple layers of paint can kind of stick and get tacky when when it's humid out, like like a similar day like this. So I jiggled it, you know, to help release all the tacky parts, and then pushed up, and this is what, when things went from good to, oh no, (laughs) I heard a snap, 
and then all of a sudden, wham, the window fell down because the weight had broken on the side, and all 30, 40 pounds of glass fell on my hands and pinned my fingers between those two gigantic uh, window panes. I don't know if you've ever hurt your hands before, but let me tell you, there's a lot of nerve endings. <laughs> there's a lot of nerve endings. I was, it was so painful that I was in shock at first. All the blood went out of my throat, so I couldn't even make a sound. I was just like kind of frozen there for a moment. Um, and so here I am trapped in the window, and eventually I'm like, okay, jiggling, trying to break, I can't break free, literally I'm pinned, my bones were pinned between these uh, two huge, gorgeous windows, and eventually I was breathing and breathing, and my blood finally went back to my throat, and then I started screaming, uh, help, help, you know, get me out of the window, and it took maybe about a good seven minutes before I was even able to scream, so finally... Um, someone came by, um, who's elderly, actually. It was the beautiful, beautiful man, the executive director of the nonprofit, found me. He's like, oh, my God, Victoria. And he's trying, you know, with all that he can to push it up. And he has a bad back. So, like, we're both struggling. And there was, a, at first, as this was happening, I'm like, oh, my God, someone needs to save me. Someone needs to save me. He's pushing and pushing. And something switched in my mindset where I thought to myself, out of nowhere, because I thought about the, all the things I want to do in my life and all the people that I care about, I'm like, oh no, I'm coming out of this. I'm coming out of this some way. And so in that moment, he happened to push the window really hard to jiggle it. And I, I'm sorry, this is graphic. I ripped my hands out, looked through my fingers, like, you know, I could see the white of the bone, and then fainted uh, from the shock of that, splitting my glasses now. Um, so I had, <laughs> I didn't have insurance um, with this position. I mean, I love working in nonprofit, but the benefits, you know, didn't really have any. So I was actually now not only able to work, right, because I use my hands, but now I can't even see. I was le I'm legally blind without um, without my glasses. And so, while I was laying on the floor, and he's calling nine one one, and you know, gently talking, all right, stay calm, Victoria. I'm calling the ambulance. You know, put your feet on the ground, push down, breathe into your belly, calm yourself because I started to go even worse into shock, shaking from the amount of pain, and then freaking out of, oh no, I can't support myself. Um, and that was the day that I realized that my work ethic is what put me in the hospital. My work ethic is what put me in the hospital. I'm thinking to myself, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. I can totally open this window no problem. If, you know, I put my mind to it, I'll be able to open the window. The wind, like, I had a window of opportunity, I'll put it this way, to ask for help and decide, although I could, if I strained myself, open that window, I could have, 
in that window of opportunity, asked for help, asked for um, someone who knows the building to handle it. But in that moment, I missed that window of opportunity. I was irresponsible with my body and with the limits of my body. And I had what I now call a toxic can-do attitude. Now, there's something. it's not like I'll ever be 100% Uh, cured from this because I'm very driven. You and me both, I know, if you're listening in, you're a driven person as well. But at the same time, it's experiences like these (laughs) that teach us, or at least for me personally, this is something that changed how I approach not asking for help because I had that window of opportunity, I didn't take it, and guess what? The window took me. (laughs) The window took me. It's like, all right, you're not going to pay attention. Watch what happens when you don't ask for help, right? Toxic can-do attitude. So I wanted to tell you that story, by the way, to pose that to you of, are there things in your life that you're doing that are straining you, that are actually harmful to your health because you're doing them on your own? Because you keep telling yourself, With someone who has a positive mindset, you know, be kind to yourself. Having a positive mindset is, you know, generally a good thing, but not if it ends up putting you into the hospital, right? It's not a good thing if it ends up putting you into the hospital. So the way that you approach your business, right, your career or your day-to-day life, are you overwhelming yourself with the amount of output or overwhelming yourself with adding more and more and more to your plate or overwhelming yourself saying yes when you should be saying actually no, right? Or saying, I can do that versus let me go get some help, right? Or let me go find someone who can do this with me or for me. Are you open to that? Because that's having a toxic can-do attitude. You know, it's a beautiful thing to be someone who's a self-starter, who is driven and excited to to help and heal. And it's another thing where your can-do attitude means you can't say no, or your can-do attitude means you put yourself in harm's way. Now, the end of that story is a happy ending, right? I I get to the hospital, um, and there's an outpouring of support. I didn't even ask. For it. I did not even ask for it. Interestingly, the situation put me in position to receive, right? Because I'm out of commission. I am out of commission. And luckily, um, I was being part of that nonprofit, surrounded by people who love, honor, respect, and feel me, and who want to support, who are there to support each other, to support me, to support everyone there. So that community oh my gosh, the round and round the clock, they kept calling in on different people's cell phones, coming to the hospital, sending letters in, leaving voicemails and sending emails saying, how much money does Victoria need? Does she need money? How's Victoria? Does she need help? Right? Constantly, constantly asking, what do you need? (laughs) And it was a beautiful thing because I, I didn't have the ability to ask for help But that situation put me in a position where I was forced to receive help. And from that, 
now I think twice. <laughs> now I think twice because I can actually trust that there's going to be a net to catch me. Trust that there's actually people who genuinely do want to help and who... And, and I've seen over time now, over the years, putting it into practice, that the more that I ask for help, the more that we're able to get done on an exponential scale. Um, with love, I'd have to say what kept me from asking for help originally was this pride that I have. I'm a very prideful person, I'll be honest. I'll be honest, open heart. I'm a very prideful person. I take deep pride in my work. I'm, I'm so, so passionate about um, making sure that the work that I do is of very high quality, that it speaks of who I am as a person. But that pride also has a dark side sometimes, and this is one of those examples where it turns into a toxic can-do attitude. Learn to ask for help. Don't miss your window of opportunity to ask for help when you are going into this next thing that may, you know, take a lot out of you because if you miscalculate, right, you miscalculate, that window is going to come for you. <laughs> and, this, like, this year in particular, that, um, yeah, I took my family member to the hospital this weekend, and she's fine now. She's it's just a sprain. She's much better. But even another one of my clients, her... Same thing, toxic can-do attitude. I visited her in the hospital as well, being exposed to all the chemicals in her environment um, after her immune system was compromised, because she's a hairdresser, right? But she got sick, thought she got better, went back to work, and then holy cow, got even worse. So went to visit her in the hospital talk talking this through. Don't let this be you, everyone, please. Make sure that you watch out. If you're a driven person, if you're a driven person, watch out for that toxic can-do attitude. Okay, so as you're listening to this, are you thinking to yourself, yeah, I'm stressed out. Yeah, I'm, you know, I have a lot on my plate at work, but I don't know if I have a toxic can-do attitude. If you have to ask, please come to naturalintuition.com, click on the contact button, hop on the phone, let's talk this through, let's assess your situation. Because the last thing you want to do is work yourself so hard that you're in the hospital, missing out on your family's lives, right, and events with your friends, all because you couldn't say no, right, or you couldn't ask for help. It's simple practice. It's easier said than done. Let me tell you, I know firsthand, it's definitely easier said than done. But with love, it is so much easier said and done together. So go ahead to naturalintuition.com, click on the contact button or on the retreats button so we can work through clearing that out of you in person at our next uh, multi-day live retreat up in Lenox, Massachusetts, I believe is the next one coming up. So go check that out at naturalintuition.com. So I want to thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. I hope, <laughs> I hope my story didn't scare you too much. <laughs> Right, I, um, I share it with love to serve. Uh, I want you to know that life can get easier as you serve more people, right? Don't lose your glow as you grow yourself and your business. Make sure that you're taking steps to enjoy the journey. And if you aren't yet, please reach out and let's talk about working together. 
All right, so looking forward to hearing from you. Make sure you hit that like, share, subscribe button. Thank you so much for your support if you have already. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye for now.